Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. Today, we have Jay Shank, who is one of our students. You might see Jay around as leading the general hangout. You want to say hi real quick, Jay? Hi, Chris. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. So Jay's been with us at Launch School for just over a year, and he's had uh, a very productive and interesting um, experience. And uh, he has a great story here that I think will help a lot of people who are in the early stages of their launch school journey. So Jay, do you want to maybe just talk about your background in terms of, you know, what your training was and how you uh, got interested in programming and eventually how you became more serious about it? Yeah, definitely. So uh, before getting into programming, uh, my background was actually in music. And growing up, I was really serious about playing the clarinet. And I actually went all the way through uh, to completing a master's degree in clarinet performance. Uh, things kind of didn't quite go as planned, uh, though, as far as my career. I was I was kind of aiming to be a clarinet professor or a professional clarinetist and uh, actually had kind of an unusual health issue where um, playing the clarinet was causing a problem with my throat and my voice. And I, I tried to solve that problem, you know, over, over a number of years and, and uh, unfortunately wasn't able to solve it and had to made, make the difficult uh, decision to quit playing and move on from that. And, and once I quit playing, thankfully, I felt much better. That issue was resolved. Uh, but I had to kind of rethink uh, my career. Um, so I tried uh, public school teaching music. Um, and I, I enjoyed music and I enjoyed teaching, but uh, I found working with large classrooms of children just wasn't quite the right fit for me. Um, and then I later on, I, I got a job at a mu musical instrument store and was doing uh, e-commerce work for them. Not, not really coding, but uh, kind of using software to manage their eBay and Amazon stores. And uh, over time, kind of realizing I had a knack for solving problems with computers. Um, and I'd done a little bit of playing around on Codecademy before, and I'd, I'd set up a simple website for myself at one point and kind of did a, a blog with WordPress. So I had a little bit of experience, but uh, but I didn't really know how to code. Um, but gradually, I, I became more and more interested in it and really decided I wanted to uh, move into the web development field. So about a year before I started launch school, I actually found a program called uh, the Odin Project, which is an online curriculum that kind of collects a bunch of free resources from around the internet and structures it into a, into a web development curriculum. I, I, I was pretty serious with that program, and I learned a lot from it. But at a certain point, I, I thought that I needed more guidance and structure. And so even though for a long time I was kind of planning on just learning on my own, I decided that I, I actually did need some more structure. And it was, it was my second time through the Rails book by Michael Hartle that I realized, okay, I need some, some more guidance here and some more solid fundamentals. And, and Launch School was mentioned in that book as a, as a place to, to go to do that. And that's how I, how I found the program. And I'm really happy I did. Yeah. So it wasn't really, or was it the mastery based learning approach that we espouse that drew you in? Or I, I'm kind of trying to see if your background in music, because you actually reach a very, very high level of proficiency in, uh, in music and, and playing the clarinet. Obviously, if you're thinking about being a professional, right. clarinetist, um, I wonder if that expertise or that path to uh, an expert expertise level in another skill um, was in the back of your mind as you were evaluating different 
you know, uh, learning to code, learning to program uh, options? Yeah, so definitely. Um, and when when I uh, was saying I found Launch School in the Hardle book, it wasn't like right away I jumped into Launch School. I, I kind of looked at some other programs as well, some other boot camps or online programs. And what really separated Launch School from those others um, were a few things, but definitely one was the philosophy of the program, the, the mastery-based learning idea. I mean, a lot of the other programs have really flashy uh, pages to sell you on their program. And uh, Launch School was, you know, it's, it's just a lot of text kind of explaining the philosophy. And, and the more I read it, the more I was like, this really rings true for me in my experience with music, that it's all about mastering the fundamentals. And so, yeah, definitely, I would say the mastery-based learning approach appealed to me. Um, you know, musicians, uh, even, even professional musicians are always practicing fundamentals. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's something law yeah. school really stresses as well. Um, yeah, it's not something that you check off the list, right? It's like learn, learn Ruby, learn problem solving next, right? It's never like that. Yeah, so even even professional musicians are still, you know, for instance, practicing uh, scales every day, and and you know the fundamental building blocks of music because they're so important to to just have under your fingers or or to have mastered and and be able to perform at will. And so I feel like Launch School, yeah, is realizing that there's certain fundamentals of programming or problem solving that are just things that you need to master and and develop. So I, I think that that philosophy definitely appealed to me. So I kind of want to go back what you said earlier too, in terms of your work on the Odin project and the Rails tutorial, and you said that you felt that you needed more structure or guidance. Like, what was it about that made you feel that way? Yeah, yeah, good question. Um, so there are a few things. Um, I, I was a little, a little bit overwhelmed by the the Rails book. Um, it, it seemed like there were so many different concepts, and it, and this is something you kind of talk about at launch school. It's kind of hard when you're just learning on your own to know at what depth to learn each subject, um, and you know when do you move on from each one? You know, do you read a a full book on on each subject, or you know, it's it's hard, kind of hard to gauge where you're at and and what what you need to do next, and and so. That's something that the Heart of Book said this launch school was good at um, providing some feedback from instructors and, and helping structure your learning, I think. So, and I, I've definitely found that to be true, you know, going through the assessment process and having a clear set of, of lessons, a clear progression that I need to go to is, has really helped me a lot. And I felt really started accelerating my learning compared to when I was just learning on my own. Yeah, and that's one of the hard things to understand is that the benefit is later. So in mastery-based learning, actually the fundamental part is sometimes the hardest. And that's a little unfortunate because it, it's in the very beginning, but that's what we call fundamentals, right? There's no, right. there's almost no compromise on the fundamentals. You have to know it really, really well. And the benefit is as you take on these supposedly more complicated topics, they actually become a little bit easier to understand. Um, and just as you said, it's supposed to sort of accelerate as you move forward. Um, so good. So you, you came to law school, found the philosophy uh, of how we teach fundamentals first, mastery-based learning to be congruent with your experience uh, learning music. And so you started. And what has your journey been like? I mean, I, you know, you've been with us for a long time, over a year. And so I've, I've talked to you here and there. And I know that it hasn't always been a smooth journey, right? Yeah, I, there's definitely challenges that come up uh, along the way. Um, in a kind of long self-paced program like this. Um, 
And so I've definitely had had my downs as well as you know ups. Like um, yeah, at times I felt really great about what I was learning and and really could tell I was learning a lot and had all these new skills. But then I, I've also had um, like probably every student has has their moments where they're kind of struggling. One one of those uh, one thing that's a little bit uh, personal, but I kind of wanted to share, and I feel comfortable sharing this now because I'm I'm kind of for the most part through it. Um, but I, I was kind of dealing with a, a health issue. I, I had a chronic back pain issue um, that I've dealt with a number of years, and it was making it difficult at times to focus on launch school because uh, it seemed to be especially bad when I was sitting at a desk for long hours. I'm comfortable kind of sharing this now because I, I've actually through the end of last year and the beginning of this year, finally figured out what I need to do in order to um, recover from that and, and recovered from it significantly after finding the right set of exercises and kind of ergonomic uh, modifications that I need to make me be able to be um, productive and feeling well while I code. Going to the doctor and ruling out that there's anything serious that I need you know, medical attention for. So, so I'm comfortable sharing this now because I, I feel really the healthiest I have in my adult life now. And that's helped you become much better at studying and focusing on law school? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I feel like that was something that, that was causing me a lot of anxiety for a while and, and kind of figuring that out has helped me be able to focus better on launch school. And, and then the other thing I would say is um, I was also feeling like that I had a lot of motivation at the beginning of the program and then was kind of feeling um, like I was losing that motivation later on. And I, I was reading, I did some reading on motivation and found that one of, the, one of the things helps is just if you feel like you're part of a team or something larger than yourself. Um, and so I started going to uh, the general hangout se- session that uh, mm-hmm. Lu- Lewis, another student, was running at the time and found that also to be uh, really helpful for me um, to just kind of hear other student stories and, mm-hmm. and, and share my own story and, and uh, make that connection too. So I definitely encourage other students to to reach out um, and make connections with other students. It helps you feel less isolated and can help with motivation too. Yeah, yeah. I have a couple of thoughts regarding uh, what you said earlier about overcoming the back pain is that, first of all, this is something that a lot of people don't talk about, but ergonomics is absolutely critical, especially for people who are new to programming. Yeah. Um, the advice that people usually give programmers is that spend as much money as you possibly can on a good chair and a great keyboard. Uh, the table is maybe less important, uh, but uh, the having a great uh, sitting posture, uh, wrist, those are the absolutely critical elements. Um, and also, again, if you have more money to spend, uh, you know, a, a monitor that perhaps takes care of your eyes, anti-glare, things like that. So uh, I, I think that's an incredibly undervalued part of when we talk about learning to code and all that. Um, so that's really important. And second of all, I just wanted to point out how important having a stable personal life is. And that manifests in so many different ways. Sometimes it's, you know, it's, it's traveling or some people are like, Oh, launch school is so flexible. I'm going to travel the world and learn. And that that's hard. Um, and uh, having an interruption is hard too, such as, you know, a, a health issue. So, very happy that you're able to overcome that. Um, but those are the kind of two ideas that, that came to my mind. Yeah, it's cool to hear you've thought about the ergonomics thing too. Um, and uh, 
I, I would say, yeah, for me personally, um, I, I found out that I, I just really needed just the right amount of lumbar support, for instance, when I'm sitting and, and I had to get kind of a special lumbar role for that. And, and then like have my monitor at eye level was, was a really important thing. So, yeah, I mean, it's good to hear you're thinking about that too. Yeah. Yeah. After you go through enough of these, you know, $150 chairs from Office Max, uh, you just decide, you know what, it's okay to spend a little bit more, right? That really supports your back in the right way. Um, right. And, and yeah. that, that's like the best investment I made. The keyboard and the chair, uh, it's, it's really helped me too. Um, cool. And so just to continue your, your other thought too is sort of like after everything settled, it almost allowed you to, now you're leading the general hangouts, right? So is that, is that, is that a coincidence or is that just, you know, once you've fixed these issues, right, you're able to just, you know, step on the gas pedal and get involved more and uh, really take it to another level in terms of your learning too. Yeah. Yeah. I think it probably is a combination of things feeling healthier. Yeah. I feel more uh, like I can do those type of things too. And, and I've enjoyed leading that general hangout now. Yeah. The person, the student that was leading it was kind of taking a break from launch school and I wanted to keep it going because I really enjoyed connecting with other students. So um, that's why I started leading that. And yeah, it's, it's, it's a really great chance to uh, meet other students, share study tips. I know Chris, one of the things you've said that one of the most uh, important things that you found uh, that determines whether a student's successful at launch school or not is their study habits. Mm-hmm. So I think just hearing about other students' study habits and sharing ideas as far as that has been really helpful for me too. Yeah. So what are your study habits? How many hours do you put in a week roughly? And how are you able to be consistent? Because you're doing really, really well on the, on the assessments and, you know, getting involved. What's your, what's your secret in terms of studying? Yeah. So uh, I, and I don't want to come across like I figured this all out because I feel like I, I could do more. Um, I think I average around 20 to 25 hours a week now, for instance, which I feel like I could do better with that. So I'm working on increasing that. Um, but I, th- I think I have found some some things that have been really helpful for me. Um, one thing in particular is uh, time boxing or Pomodoro technique where mm-hmm. you you set a period of time where that period of time you're only focusing on you know say the assignment you're, or project you're working on and blocking out all other distractions um like notifications or social media or um so that that's that's been i would say the, the maybe the one productivity tip that's helped me the most is yeah learning to block out other distractions and 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 set time aside that's only for one thing you know if, if a thought comes across your head like okay i need to go do this or that you write it down and then get back to, to what you're focusing on. And that's worked very well for you because you aced all all the assessments, right? Uh, pretty much. I, I had uh, I had one assessment I had to retake, um, but, oh. but otherwise I've done very well on them. Even you didn't pass one of them. Uh, <laughs> so was that, uh, how did it, you know, how does it feel for just for those people who either haven't taken an assessment yet or haven't, uh, haven't yet not passed one yet? What was your experience like going through that? Going through not passing one? Yeah. Yeah, I have to admit, I was a little surprised I didn't pass it. It was the it was the first JavaScript course, and and since I had done really well on the previous assessments, I think maybe part of it was I'd gotten a little overconfident and went into that assessment a little sooner than I should have. But uh, but you know, the instructor was nice about it and and kind of gave me suggestions for okay, here are the things you need to do in order to pass it the next time. Um, so it wasn't like a, a big feeling of failure it was kind of like okay yeah i recognize that these are some things i need to work on you know obviously it's a, it's a little frustrating to, to not pass but but in the end 
you know, it was the right thing for me to know, okay, I need to go through a bunch of exercises practicing my JavaScript problem solving skills. And, and in the end, I was grateful for that because the next course, I definitely needed those, you know, launch school, each course is building on the last or each lesson's building on the last. So, um, yeah, so I get that a lot where people yeah. will say, Hey, I, I get the concept. I just, you know, can't articulate it or get to the detail that you're asking for, but I get it. So, you know, is it okay if I move forward? And I feel like sometimes in these assessments, there's a little bit of a antagonistic relationship, but really we're on the same team, right? Because upcoming courses will demand that level of precision and detail, right? So it's not right. just the, the test being uh, annoyingly detailed, but that you'll actually need it. You, you know, you actually require to know this if you really care about taking apart that complexity that's going to come up later, right? So um, if you view it as a feature, then, you know, it, it can be positive, right? But if you view it as something that's just going to hold you back arbitrarily for no reason, then it could be extremely annoying going through these assessments. Yeah. And, you know, I, I've talked with some other students, like in the Hangout, for instance, and and I, I know some of them are... And I, I think I was too, with the first assessment, surprised how serious it was taken. Like, like, oh, this is actually almost like if I was in a job interview, you know, mm -hmm. that's how serious these are taken. Um, right. But then when you realize that, oh, actually that's what this is, a lot of this is for is you're practicing the skill of, of doing a job interview. And, and that's a imp really important thing to learn how to do. So at launch school, we're getting to repeatedly practice that, which I think is a Right. Skill. And they, they ask these types of questions in job interviews because it's actually required for the job, right? Because right. it is required to, uh, to know every line of code. And that's one thing that we always emphasize, right? Make sure you know every line of code, what it's doing, because it's too easy to sort of mask over that and, you know, build a blog in five minutes, but really not understand what's happening, right? So as engineers, if we really want to ask ourselves to understand every line of code, it starts from the fundamentals and it starts from the niches and details of the fundamentals. And that's the hard part because or again, early on, it's, you have to dig into those details and it's almost like, why, why do I have to dig into the details? I just want to move on to the next thing. Um, but it builds up as, as, as you've seen. Yeah. And, and I was going to say that, um, you know, I, I remember thinking sometimes, well, sometimes it might feel like to students that, oh, why, why do I have to spend so much time, you know, learning about object mutability and, and things like that? But my experience was, um, you know, having done free resources before launch school, um, I, I was kind of feeling like there were a lot of gaps in my knowledge that were preventing me from being a better programmer. Mm -hmm. And so I felt, I actually, when I started launch school, I, had, I felt like I had so many aha moments where I was like, oh, this is a topic that was just kind of glossed over in those free resources. But at launch school, I'm spending many exercises on this. And this is actually the piece that I was missing in order to be able to debug these issues I was working with before. So I, I could see the, the value of, of spending a lot of time doing uh, what seems like a lot of repetition mm -hmm. on, on exercises, on, on concepts that, that seem pretty maybe opaque at first. Mm -hmm. um, but, but because of my struggles before launch school, I, I realized that, okay, yeah, this is, this is something that's important. Right. And so you've already gone through the Rails tutorial. And so you see the context sometimes, um, that's really good. And so that you can see the reason for why we're doing this, but some students haven't, you know, gone through that process and consulted other tutorials. And so if they're just learning through launch school, it's almost like you have to just 
believe that this is going to be useful, right? This level of detail, it, it, it's going to be really, really helpful later on. Yeah, you have to trust the process. So I want to talk about how you changed in 2017, because there was some realization that happened, perhaps, I want to say, at the end of last year. Um, do you want to maybe talk about that? How, uh, because I'll say, you know, since, since this year, since 2017, uh, you've been on a, a role in terms of getting involved in law school, leading the hangouts, uh, acing assessments and giving presentations and things like that. Do you want to maybe talk about what, what changed? I mean, partly it's some of the things we've, we've talked about, um, before, uh, but also I think, um, yeah, maybe just, I remember kind of setting a, a New Year's resolution that, okay, uh, this is, I, I really need to just focus on launch school and be, and be that, that be my primary goal to just uh, be, be really focused on my studying and, and work hard. You know, I, I think I'd been making more connections with other students and, and just kind of realizing how hard some of them were working kind of gave me perspective too. It's like, okay, like I, I could be putting in more work here. So I, I think part of it, yeah, was a perspective shift. You know, some things maybe, yeah, were more consistent in my in my personal life too. Like uh, over the course of last year, my wife got a new job and we moved to a new location. So we're, we're kind of doing some transitions and stuff too and as far as figuring that all out. So now I, I kind of, I have my workplace set up, my, kind of my home office set up like the way I like it and and kind of renewed commitment to launch school. So, it, you know, Granted, it has taken me longer than I thought it would. Um, you know, I thought maybe I'd be done by the end of last year. Um, so I had to kind of get over that expectation um, and kind of realize, okay, there, I may not be able to control when I'm done by, but I can control how much time I'm putting into it each day and, and work on, on increasing that and being more focused. And how do you know that you're doing the right thing, I guess. So a lot of people get in the early stages, whether they're evaluating launch school or in early courses, how, how do you know that, um, you're improving or you're getting better? Um, because usually what people say is, well, you know, did I get a job? But while you're going learning at launch school, you're, you know, you're supposed to get to being better, right. And, and gaining more skills. Are you seeing that? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. Um, so there's, I think if I if I didn't see myself really growing through the program, you know, maybe I wouldn't be so committed. But um, I would say there's certain moments. There's a lot of times where it seems like you're you're just struggling to learn something, and and you're spending a lot of time doing these exercises, and you're wondering, you know, yeah, you might be wondering why am I doing this? Mm -hmm. um, and I, I've had those moments too. But I think there's certain moments, and I feel like I had one recently with my um, my recent assessment. I just finished the the front end. JavaScript course and the project part of that assessment, um, you know, I'm not going to give anything away about it, but you, you have 48 hours to code a JavaScript application and, and just the, the process of, of kind of spending the majority of my day coding and being able to uh, build a, basically a small application in two days. It was like, wow, like this isn't something I wouldn't have, you know, this is, this is new that I have this ability to do this. Like, this is pretty cool to realize that I can, I can build apps like this now. So I think even though, yeah, it, you know, sometimes we, we just want to get the job um, realizing like, oh, wow, I've, I've really built a lot of skills um, through this journey. Um, that's, I think, what keeps me going. 
Right. And I want people to just realize that getting a job is a no brainer at this point. Right. Hopefully you feel that uh, there's there's no doubt. It's just a matter of what, you know, how good of a job can you get? Um, I also wanted to bring up that presentation that you gave. And it was interesting because uh, in the video, you said that you didn't know that technology at all but yet you were able to give a presentation on it. A really good one too, and a really well-received one. Yeah, thank you. Um, um, yeah, so um, that, that was a really good experience. Um, I, I, before deciding to give that talk, I had been attending a local meetup for a while, and, um, and they were looking for some speakers for 15-minute lightning talks. And uh, specifically, the, one of the leaders of the meetup mentioned that he wanted someone to talk on Flexbox which is kind of a CSS specification that's starting to become standard. Um, and that's not actually something I knew, but I was interested in learning it. And I asked um, Kevin, one of the instructors, and, and he, he said to go for it and, and kind of gave me some advice for how to prepare for it. But basically, I had two months to learn that topic and, and put together a, a, a talk on it. And, and yeah, I, I found it, it was really motivating, like knowing that I had that uh, talk uh, to get prepared for it made me really learn that topic in depth. And and I mentioned kind of in my post about it on launch school that, you know, even though that specific topic was new for me, because I understood the, the fundamentals of HTML and CSS from going through that course at launch school, um, I, I could understand where that new, um, those new properties and stuff fit into the larger picture. So I felt like uh, I had enough understanding to be able to learn that new topic um, and understand the problems it solved. Um, but yeah, I, the experience of giving a talk was was a really good one. Um, it's kind of a way I could introduce myself to kind of the developers in this area and make some connections with them, and and yeah, yeah just learn a lot from from going through that learning experience and, and putting together a talk. Yeah, and that's yet more ways of building you know confidence and, and validation for what you're doing, right? And it, it's there's far uh, there's a lot of different ways to get validation or get proof that you're on the right path besides you know the job right it's just you're leveling up each step of the way it's not that the whole time here you're going to be i don't know if i can get a job on them the next moment you know you're going to get a job it's not like that at all right it's just as you progress through you're going to get stronger and stronger and stronger and so it looks like you and you can apply that newfound skill and knowledge to, to projects, to presentations. Um, and so I always encourage people to do that. And the only caution is when people do that, make sure to scope it appropriately, right? To not try to tackle something that's, uh, involves skills and knowledge, uh, that you haven't mastered yet. That's always the, the tough part. Right. Yeah. And, and I will say like one thing, like I definitely encourage people to go to meetups, but you will be presented with lots of topics that maybe, you shouldn't dive into just yet, or, you know, you, you could run in, a, in many different directions with topics you learn about at meetups. So I think it is good to be on the focused launch school path and, and yeah, maybe ask a instructor or TA before you decide to give a talk and make sure, yeah, it's, it's a, a good appropriate topic for your level and everything, but yeah, definitely a good experience. Yeah, that's great. Um, so I'll just wrap it up here, Jay, with a few generic questions that I ask everybody. So any advice for sort of bud budding developers or people new and uh, new to launch school or new to learning a program? Yeah, sure. So um, maybe one piece of advice uh, that kind of helped me 
decide that I could I could do this, I could make a career transition and learn to code was actually uh, listening to a number of, of podcasts about um, programming and coding. Um, so like, you know, definitely your podcast is a great one because you hear about people making this career change. You know, back when I started, there wasn't a launch school podcast, but uh, there's some great ones. Like if I can maybe shout out to a few, like there's uh, Code Newbie. Yeah, there's Code Newbie, for instance. That's a great one that talks about people kind of making the shift into this career. Developer T is another great one. Um, programming Throwdown. There, there's there's a lot of these out there. Like so learn I to say, Code With Me. Yeah, Learn to Code With Me is another good one. Um, yeah, so I, I think just hearing about other people that have made a transition, because I think a lot of people that are drawn to launch school are people that are trying to make a, a mm-hmm. career change. So just hearing about people who have done it successfully, I think helped inspire me to think, okay, this is something I could do too. Yeah, that's that's great advice. So uh, if people want to find you, you're in the chat room, you're leading the general hangouts. Um, and uh, otherwise, uh, thanks for stopping by, Jay, and uh, have a good rest of the day. Yeah, thanks, Chris. This was great. Um, thanks for having me on.